if you are a hypothetical visitor to our world from outer space and you spent any time at all examining Western culture, you might quickly come to a sad conclusion. Our society is obsessed with sex. What was designed by the creator of all the universe and the designer of mankind to be a wonderful and intimate sharing between husband and wife has become something vulgar and cheap and a gimmick for marketing everything from potato chips to radial tires. Regardless of what our modern society has done to it, the fact is God created sex. And as its creator, he has a lot to say about it. If you want to hear the truth that Almighty God has to give us about this misused and much abused facet of his marvelous creation, then stay tuned. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Tomorrow's World. I hope your day is treating you well. The topic that we're going to address today may seem a strange one for a religious program, but the fact is that the beautiful laws of God and the way of life given to us by Jesus Christ impact every aspect of our lives, and that definitely includes sex. It's God who created humanity and who designed our form and function, indeed the very purpose of our lives. However, those institutions that claim to speak for him, the religions and churches that claim to bear his name and his inspiration, haven't always handled the subject of sex very well, or for that matter, very accurately. Consider this comment from noted historian Edward Gibbon in chapter 15 of his celebrated work, The Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. The chaste severity of the early church fathers in whatever related to the commerce of the sexes flowed from the same principle. Their abhorrence of every enjoyment which might gratify the sensual and degrade the spiritual nature of man. The idea seemed to be that something so pleasing to the senses was degrading to man and harmful to his spiritual well-being, even though it's God himself who designed man and woman. Consequently, generations of young women in the past have been reared to think that sexual desire, even within marriage, is somehow dirty or sinful, while generations of men have not been taught the real purpose for sex in their marriage and the awesome design inherent in this vital, God-created facet of marital relations. Now, speaking of marriage, later today, we're going to offer you a free copy of one of the most helpful books in our library of instructional materials, God's Plan for a Happy Marriage. Whether you're preparing for marriage or whether you're already married, you'll want the powerful instruction and biblical guidance available in this booklet. So many thousands have already benefited from this publication. Be sure to note the contact information that we'll show you later so that you will know how to obtain your copy. Yes, it seems that most religions throughout history have utterly failed to teach their adherents accurately concerning the powerful and beautiful truth about God's design and purpose for the sexual relationship in marriage. And what a tragedy 
because the need for clear instruction from our creator is greater now than it has ever been. In a study of American moral sentiment, the respected Barner Research Group reported some alarming statistics. 60% of Americans believe that cohabitation or living together without marriage was morally acceptable. 59% believed sexual fantasies were morally acceptable. And almost half of Americans, 42%, approve of having a sexual relationship with someone other than your spouse. And the study shows that these statistics are increasing, some dramatically, with each new generation. As George Barna says in his newsletter introducing the results of this study, the generational data patterns make a compelling case for this ongoing slide in morality. Even most people associated with the Christian faith do not seem to have embraced biblical moral standards. Things are likely to get worse before they get better. And they are not likely to get better unless strong and appealing moral leadership emerges to challenge and redirect people's thoughts and behavior. At the moment, such leadership is absent. The Kaiser Family Foundation, a nonprofit organization that focuses on health care issues in the United States, reported in 2005 that 70% of all television shows in America include sexual content and that these shows had on average five sexual scenes per hour. During the primetime viewing hours, the statistics were even worse. 77% of shows include sexual content with an average of six scenes per hour. For the top 20 programs for teenagers, the sexual content reached an average of about seven scenes per hour. Yet the same study showed that only around one-tenth of these shows bother to make even the slightest of mentions about risk or responsibility associated with sexual activity. And two-thirds of even those mentions were considered minor or inconsequential. Now, of course, all of this is only on the small screen. If we were to discuss in detail what's going on on the big movie screens, frankly, many of our broadcast networks might have to cancel us. It seems to me that whenever a professional movie critic these days praises a film for being brave or bold or daring, more times than not, it's because the movie's use of strong or graphic sexual themes and images. Hollywood has a well-documented obsession with promoting promiscuity and sexual perversity. Consider the scourge of pornography. Once a shameful form of entertainment, and now it's practically mainstream. Magazines and movies debasing and objectifying women are seen by many so-called experts as normal and healthy, and some have even said potentially helpful choices of entertainment. How can it be wrong if it doesn't hurt anybody, huh? But the fact is it does hurt people, and it's damaging in more ways than we can count. Men are taught to look at women as nothing more than mindless sources of sexual pleasure instead of equal partners in life that they can love and respect. Many men find themselves addicted to pornography on the internet, spending increasingly greater amounts of time devoted to looking for sordid material. Relationships are being damaged, minds are being altered, all by the viewing of sexually explicit material. Well, I don't know about you, but I agree with the statement that my wife's grandfather made a long time ago. Sex is not a spectator sport. Then apart from entertainment, we see the damaging obsession with sex and sexuality around us in other ways. 
popular clothing styles today are designed to publicly reveal more and more of the human body and areas that not too long ago modesty dictated ought to be covered. Also popular now are clothes items that may technically cover the body, but frankly, which are so tight or sometimes made of material so sheer, the person wearing them might as well not be wearing anything at all. And the fact is, there is money to be made in sexing everything up. And sadly, that includes children at younger and younger ages. Marketers long ago realized the success that could be had with what's called the KGOI formula, where KGOI, or K-G-O-Y, stands for Kids Getting Older Younger. Corporations have learned that there is a great deal of money to be made by selling sexy clothes to children. Now we find ourselves in a society where many young girls walk around in school wearing clothes that would have been considered appropriate only for prostitutes a few decades ago. The desire to look sexually enticing seems to trump all else, even for children. You know, in more ways than we can enumerate here, the sexual relationship between man and wife that was meant for the most beautiful and honorable of purposes and for the most intimate and deeply personal of bonds has been dragged through the sludge and the mud by many of this world's modern societies, dishonored, sullied, debased, and desecrated, stripped of all that is holy and honorable until it's no longer recognizable as a sacred and beautiful creation of God designed to help fulfill His glorious purpose in marriage. Don't let your marriage become another casualty. At this time, I'd like to let you know about the free booklet that we're offering today, God's Plan for Happy Marriage. Now, if you're already married, this booklet will show you what few others will, the awe-inspiring purpose of marriage and God's plan for truly enjoying marriage the way it was meant to be experienced. If you're not yet married, this booklet will help prepare you to create a marriage that will last the ages. Sadly, marriage today is, for many, a source of pain and difficulty, just the opposite of what God intends. Learn how to make your marriage a joy, the blessing and safe haven of peace and fulfillment that it was meant to be. Request your copy today. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number, once again, is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World Magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back. Although this world is deluded into abusing and misusing sexuality in seemingly every possible way, The fact is that Almighty God has given us very clear instructions and guidelines concerning this facet of human existence. Now, we don't have time today to go into all of God's instructions, but let's get a good start. 
Let's begin at the book of Genesis. And by the way, I do hope that you'll look these things up in your own Bibles at home, or at least note the scriptures and look them up later. And here at Tomorrow's World, we don't want anyone taking our word for these things. The Apostle Paul instructs us to prove all things and hold fast that which is good. And that should always be our approach. In Genesis chapter 1, we read of the creation of the world that we see around us today, including its first human beings. In verse 26 of Genesis 1, we read, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And then we read in verse 27, So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Did you catch that? God created the first two humans, Adam and Eve, male and female. Therefore, he is the one who created sex. He is the one who designed our bodies to work the way they do, including to join in physical union in marriage. Since he is the one who designed sexual union, it is he who should be our guide to its proper usage and its purpose. Have you ever thought about the fact that God didn't have to create sex? I mean, he wasn't required to make human beings sexual creatures. He could have had us reproducing our kind in any number of ways. Or he could have made it a, a joyless task without any particular pleasure or passion. But the fact is that he didn't. He designed sex the way he did for a reason. Not only that, but verse 31 in the same chapter tells us that he looked at everything that he had made and declared that all of it was very good. Yes, sexual intimacy and romantic love between husband and wife is very good. A gift from a loving creator. Far from being something vile or dirty that should never be enjoyed, God uses his word to declare the joys of the union of husband and wife. Consider this comment in Proverbs chapter 30 and verses 18 and 19. There are three things which are too wonderful for me. Yes, four, which I do not understand. The way of an eagle in the air, the way of a serpent on a rock, the way of a ship in the midst of the sea, and the way of a man with a virgin. Or, as the Revised Standard Version puts it, the way of a man with a maiden. God considers romance between man and wife to be so important that he filled one full book of the Bible with a love poem. It's nestled right there in your Bible between Ecclesiastes and Isaiah. It's called the Song of Solomon. Now, often Christians don't read too much out of the Song of Solomon, but that is their loss. Jesus' admonition in Matthew 4.4 4 is that man should live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God, and that includes the Song of Solomon. Consider the words he places in the mouth of the man here in the Song of Solomon, chapter 4, and verse 9, you have ravished my heart, my sister, my spouse. You have ravished my heart with one look of your eyes and with one link of your necklace. Do those sound like the words of a God who is anti-romance, anti-marital passion? Not at all. Quite the contrary. 
As we explain more fully in our free booklet, God's Plan for Happy Marriage, romance and attraction should be a part of a godly marriage. Yet, sexuality is to be confined completely within the marriage covenant. As the creator and designer of sexuality, God is the only one fully qualified to instruct us as to its proper use and its awesome purpose. And as the living God, he commands that it be used properly, not for his sake, not because he likes making up arbitrary rules, but because he loves us and wants us to be truly happy and complete in marriages and families that are a joy to experience. And he provides clear-cut guidelines on sexuality in passages such as chapter 18 of Leviticus or the seventh commandment of Exodus 20, 1 Corinthians 6 and 7, Romans chapter 1, many, many other places. We could go on and on. And God's position as revealed in his word is crystal clear. Sexual activity and relationships are for one man and one woman within the bounds of holy sacred matrimony where each one is committed to the other for life. And anything outside these boundaries is forbidden as sin. Violating that law does nothing to hurt God, but it inevitably hurts us. Our relationships, our marriages, our children, our character, and our society. We see the effects of that around us today, as we've already discussed. And we need to return to the loving guidance and teachings of Almighty God. And yet within marriage and the guidelines that God has provided in His Word, sexual expression between husband and wife is a beautiful gift and an intimate connection that is to be enjoyed, to be treasured, and to be protected. As we're taught in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 4, marriage is honorable among all and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. Now, why did God create sex the way he did? It, certainly, it serves the purpose of procreation. But if that was all, couldn't God have done something much simpler? Why did he design sex the way he did? The fact is that sexuality allows husband and wife to create a powerful, unique bond of intimacy that each member of that marriage experiences with no one else in the world that deep whole being intimacy experienced over a life lived together is meant to weld husband and wife together in a powerful bond that each one shares with no other soul in the world. The Bible describes this intimate bond that grows over the course of a marital lifetime as becoming one flesh. And why? Is there a deeper reason? Yes, there is. Turn to Ephesians chapter 5. And verse 25, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Here the selfless devotion and love a man is to practice for his wife is discussed. Continue on in verse 28. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes it and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ 
and the church. Not only is marriage the foundational unit of the family and society, but God Almighty reveals that he has designed marriage to be a picture of the beautiful relationship between Christ and his church. In this way, the unique and powerful bond of sexual intimacy between a husband and wife, an act in which each should be learning to give to each other, not take from each other like the world teaches, done properly, this teaches us about the unique and intimate bond those in the church should be building with their Savior and Lord Jesus Christ. Anything that intrudes upon this sacred purpose for marriage or dilutes its power to bond and unite husband and wife in intimate union, including premarital sex, adultery, pornography, and yes, the annual swimsuit edition of your favorite sports magazine is to be completely and absolutely avoided. As the Apostle Paul powerfully commands in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse 18, we are to flee sexual immorality. Now, yes, flee, run away, is a strong word, but the stakes are higher than most imagine. And the damage done by failing here can be so utterly devastating. The booklet we're offering today contains so much more biblical instruction and advice on the subject of marriage than we're covering here today. Whether you request this free booklet for yourself or for someone you care about, such as a, a newlywed son or daughter, you will find it to be one of the simplest yet most powerful resources available for making marriage the joy that God intended it to be. This booklet, God's Plan for Happy Marriage, really is free. This work is supported by volunteers from around the world who have experienced the blessings that come from this way of life, and they simply want to share this free information with you. Request your own copy of this amazing booklet, God's Plan for Happy Marriage. You'll be amazed at what you didn't know. Call today. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World. P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. With this offer, you will also receive your free subscription to Tomorrow's World magazine, full of timely articles and unique insights on today's important issues. Tomorrow's World magazine keeps you up to date with world trends, Bible prophecy, and the very meaning of life itself. Tomorrow's World. Call now. Welcome back. You know, the society around us twists and maligns the creation of God in a thousand different ways, including His marvelous gift of sexual intimacy and in marriage. The Apostle John in chapter 2 of his first letter says this, For all that is in the world the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Yes, there is good news. Jesus Christ came to this earth 
with a gospel about a coming kingdom that he will set up on this earth and which he will rule for a thousand years with his saints by his side. That time is called by the Apostle Peter in Acts 3 and verse 21, the restoration of all things. And among the things restored to this earth at that time will be the knowledge of the beautiful laws of God and real guidelines for proper sexual intimacy, married life, and family structure. Reflecting this fact, God describes Jerusalem during that time in Zechariah chapter 8, verses 4 through 5, where the prophet says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Old men and old women shall again sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each one with his staff in his hand because of great age. The streets of the city shall be full of boys and girls playing in its streets. Yes, those things that destroy the integrity of the family will themselves be destroyed. And that includes the horrific abuse and misuse of human sexuality that we experience in our world today. In that day, when Christ rules in the kingdom of God, we read that the true knowledge and instruction that we need for happy, fulfilling lives inside marriage and outside of marriage will be available for all. As we see in Isaiah 11, verse 9, God says that during that time, they shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In this day and age, the godly instruction that people need to create happy relationships and rewarding marriages is hard to come by. Yet at that time, this time to come, the earth will be so full of that knowledge, that desperately needed knowledge and instruction, that it is compared to the waters covering the sea. And how do the waters cover the sea? They cover it completely. At that time, sexuality will be restored to the honored and treasured place for which it was designed, the beautiful, private intimacy of marriage. What a wonderful time that will be. Yet you don't have to wait until then to experience the blessings that come from living life the way God intended. Jesus Christ said in John 10 and verse 10, I have come that they may have life and have it more abundantly. That's more abundantly, not less. I hope that you will seek him out, devote your life to his teachings and begin to experience the truly abundant life of tomorrow's world that Christ makes available to you today. I also hope they'll request our free booklet today, God's Plan for Happy Marriage. And finally, I hope they'll return next week. My fellow Tomorrow's World presenters and I will be right here ready to bring you another topic from the mind and words of Almighty God with information and instruction that you won't find anywhere else. See you right here next week. This informative booklet is yours absolutely free. No cost, no obligation. If you call this toll-free number, 1-800-718-4800. That number once again is 1-800-718-4800. Call now or send your request to Tomorrow's World, P.O. Box 3800, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28227. To view today's program, order the free literature offered 
Or for more information on today's vital subject, visit us online at www.tomorrowsworld.org. The preceding program is produced by the Living Church of God.